Tap Dead Exclusive. We are the internet. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck going on. Tap Dead Podcast. We're going to by Jason Cash. Yeah, yeah. Carson. Oh, Carson. Yeah. Well, yeah. Car- you can't think yeah. of Jason Cash and then not immediately think of Carson. Yeah, Campbell <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Goals straight hand up. hand in hand. Um, yeah. Let's talk about, like, you know... What did you do as a kid? Like, growing up in Carson, obviously, you know, Carson is uh, a lot of who you are. So, explain. Uh-huh. What were you doing? Um, In Carson, or you just mean in general? Just growing up, when yeah. you were a kid. Were you making music? Were you playing um, sports? Outside? Like, what were you doing? Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I definitely was uh, was rapping as a kid. I had got this MP3 player for Christmas. Like a Zune or... Nah, it was like I don't some, even think some USB it was shit plugged in. Sanders, yeah, but it had a little mic on the side, like like on the side of the MP3 player. So yeah, there's this dude named Carlos that that I uh, went to elementary school and stuff with. So I used to go to his house. Shout out, and we used to play instrumentals and sit the MP3 player right there and just freestyle into it. Oh, so shit. like I did that a lot, playing basketball and different things like that. Like in Carson, like my mom worked at. Victoria Park, so I went there for like the summer camps. Oh shit! Yeah, like you know the little Tommy the Clown come through <laughs> and all that. So shout out Tommy the Clown. Yeah, I was outside. Fun. I was I was playing outside as a kid. Yeah, you know, I had a real childhood. That's real L A shit. If you mention yeah. Tommy the Clown, for sure. <laughs> for sure. For sure. You ain't shout been out. in a Tommy the Clown. <laughs> what? Yeah. You, you turn that shit up. Yeah, you ain't been in a Tommy the Clown party. It's like you really wasn't outside. You you not from L A. If yeah. you don't mention Tommy the Clown. You not from L. You ain't grow up in L. I got a, I got a yeah. homeboy from Gardena that got that got a, a feud with Tommy the Clown, <laughs> like a Twitter feud. Got a got beef with Tommy. <laughs> the actual beef. He's to stop the beef. My boy Gardena Dez, man. He got a he got a real beef with Tommy oh the Clown. God. Let's settle that, Shut y'all. Up. Come on, yeah, man. Come on the right. show and we'll yeah. work it we'll out. Settle it. Yeah. Damn. So okay, so you were you had a pretty good you know uh, childhood outside and doing all this kind of yeah, shit. Yeah, for sure. When when were you doing that um, MP3 playing beats and um, how old were you? Man, do you remember? I don't even I don't, don't want to say the exact age. Right. Because before I had the MP3 player, like Carlos was involved in this too. My um my old neighbors, they had a CD like they used to just be playing like an instrumental CD that they used to be rapping to. You know they'd be just drunk outside, niggas freestyling. So. Uh, <laughs> They had like, was it actually like a known producer or was it just like some? No, bullshit? it was real instrumentals. It had beats like "Still Tipping" on there, Ooh. "How We Do." Oh, niggas like, be getting off on "Still Tipping" as a writer, so like yeah. Were, yeah, yeah. So we had this. Uh, my my grandmother had bought me a boom, bo- like not a boombox, but like a little seat, yeah. little you know, a little CD player or whatever. So I used to take. Uh, we had the instrumental CD, and me and my older brother, like, uh, we was just freestyling to the beat. So we'd be rapping on. Uh, the Mike Jones back then, and it's still tipping. Like, we rapping on this every day. So, um, my older brother, like how I mentioned Carlos, like, that's actually yeah. was my older brother's friend. Carlos is older than me. Carlos? Uh, yeah, the guy that I started first first started rapping with. Okay. So, he was my older brother's friend. So, what happens is my brother gets a girlfriend. So, my brother's in ninth. Falls off. I, yeah, I think my brother's in maybe ninth grade. I might be in the seventh. So, that's around the time still tipping. Like, yeah, so... Yeah, so I'm rapping to those beats. My brother got a girlfriend, so now me and Carlos is just linking up with the MP3 player. So I probably would say I'm maybe like 13, yeah, maybe like 12. Okay, like 11, 12. Yeah, that's not when I first started rapping, but that's but it was when we, yeah, yeah, that's when sure. you start actually it putting some shit obvious. together, yeah, yeah, recording yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah, Do sure. you still have some of this stuff at all? Hey, you know what? I got <laughs> some of it. I do online though. Or? Nah, not online. <laughs> I got some of it, but it's just embarrassing because it's like at the time, like. You, you just, young, you rapping about guns and yeah, yeah. shooting and 
every other line is saying your name, yeah. like you know. And what you I'm got saying? bitches and some other yeah, shit. Like, <laughs> hey, that's kind of fun though. That's and funny. you a kid saying curse words, so it's yeah. like you cussing every other line. Like yeah, yeah. It was, it was that time, but I got a, I have a few like of those, but yeah, it's mm-hmm. embar- embarrassing. Was that your first like? I guess your introduction into music at the time, or were you involved in other things musically? Nah, I wouldn't say that was my introduction. That was my introduction to probably like freestyling. To freestyle, yeah. Because like I grew up in a church, my grandparents were right. preachers, right? So, you know, my my dad played the guitar and the bass. My older brother played wow. piano. I like played drums. And you guys had a whole band. Yeah, that's crazy. Do you, do you still play drums? Do you know how um, to? A little bit. I, I bought a set like not too long ago, maybe like a year ago. That shit probably try to relive it or something. I gave it to my little brother. <laughs> oh, shout yeah, out! I gave it to my uh, to my younger brother. But yeah, um, yeah, I could still play. I just don't practice or anything like that. But right. yeah, I grew up like just around music. music. Shit, yeah. So, and having to go to church every Sunday, it sounds like it. It was mandatory. <laughs> every Sunday, Wednesday, Wednesday, Friday. Oh no way! Choir rehearsal on Saturday. You know, you know at so church. You, were there. you know you at were church, there. they don't care if you can sing. They are gonna force you in the junior choir. Like but, what? And yeah, mandatory. regardless, bro, I was in the junior yeah. choir. I was a junior deacon. Wow, uh, man, on the you were deep junior in the church. Usher. They try yeah. to get yeah, like my grand, like my grandfather, like was the preacher. Yeah, like my my grandfather's name is Wilbert, right? But <laughs> my tattoo when my grandpa died, it says Bishop because my grandpa was a bishop. We called my grandpa Bishop, bishop more bishop. than we called him Grandpa. Wow. So like yeah, I grew up in a church church. Like, so you're the grandson of a bishop. Yeah, for sure. That's incredible. Yeah. That's nuts. Did you was it uh like did he have a lot of did he get to like see you make music at all? Or no, nah. nah, he didn't have a No, nah, uh, he a didn't. My um uh, my grandfather passed away like in oh eight. I was I was rapping. But not but, like now. Yeah. You wasn't yeah. playing them MP threes for him. Hell nah, though. for sure, for sure. <laughs> like you know, I grew like rap was like No. It was a no. Right. Like when I used to get watched at my grandparents' house, you know how like, you know how people be like, you know, when you watching something you ain't supposed to watch and you keep something on the last, the return button. So oh, that's yeah, how yeah, we used back. to. That's yeah. how we used to have to do to watch BET at my grandma's house. Oh my god, you just sneak it. Yeah, you couldn't watch it. What, what could you watch? <laughs> what uh, they they watch wasn't nothing with nothing that wasn't we live. Was, yeah, yeah. You could watch like the regular cartoons and whatnot, and right, right. and then my grandpa would come in and cut the Dodger game on and stuff like that. But <laughs> rap was out, out. Wow. All the way out. That's Nobody in, in like African American families, like maybe it might be an open discussion now, but like rapping. Right. Yeah. You better you better go to school. You yeah, better ain't no rapping. You're gonna go to Look school to get now, a job. Yeah, you're gonna do something. Especially like again, like my grandpa was, was, a, a, was bishop. a bishop. So yeah. you going to church and everybody's like, Oh, you gonna preach. You right. gonna be a preacher. That's like, the natural you know next thing. I was gonna ask you, so growing up being a bishop. Obviously, in the local church in your neighborhood, you couldn't do nothing bad. Niggas was on you. Everybody knew who you was. Um, yeah, but we were still uh, <laughs> doing what you moving want. around. Yeah, we were still getting whoopings and stuff. Yeah, like that. yeah. factory no, equipment. You just had consequences. Though. Yeah, for sure. But <laughs> but like you learn like a, a different um, set of values that keep you from going too, too far. far. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's like having some morals. Yeah, for sure. Right, right. A, a real strong moral compass. It's like a lot of things. I've done some dumb stuff, you know right. what I mean? But I think the values that I learned, not only just in the church, but just um, just the family that I had, it kept me from going too far. Right, right. And, and knowing, because I, I swear, like, parents be knowing when you're young and, and your homies is doing some shit, because we all had them one buddies yeah. that was a little yeah, bit out of line. Yeah, you know, your, your mama always tell you about that one friend, be like, <laughs> you b- yeah. yeah. 
or niggas keep you from going outside. Your mama be like, no, you're not going out today. Yeah, you ain't going to their house. You, not today. <laughs> not with For him. sure. That's, that's factory. That's crazy. So that was 12, 13. You're, uh-huh. you're playing with the instrumentals. You're, you're starting yeah. to make music and shit. Did you end up, did you ever get to have a real job before you became a rapper? Bro, I worked. Everywhere. Can we talk Countless about places. some of your real jobs? What? Like what give me some of the worst. My first job was Starbucks on Albertoni and Carson. And how was that? Um man. It was Starbucks. Yeah. Yeah. Stress. Any good stories out of that Starbucks? You any crazy shit happen? Or or I have a question. What was your exit? What was your exit uh, like? Oh, my exit. Er- your first job, you always like you always blow out that shit. You be like, yes. fuck it. Now I was there like a year. Okay. I was oh. there like a year, okay. and then I and then I started working at FedEx. But not <laughs> fuzzy crack up of this story, my Starbucks story. I knew I was gonna quit, like yeah. I knew I was about to quit because yeah. I, I went to this. Uh, they did this little hiring thing at FedEx, and I'm like, at the time at Starbucks, I was making like eight dollars and thirty cents. Yeah, um, FedEx was like eleven fifty or something. Like I was that. a so come I, up. I was gone. Yeah, yeah. So what I started doing was, man, I hope they can't get me for this. <laughs> I'm good for us. Yeah. Somebody that you knew was somebody that you knew was doing something. Yeah. But put it like that. You knew somebody that was I doing left, something. I left with more than I came <laughs> with. <laughs> Don't worry. Don't good. Worry. Good. Yeah. Fuck them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they don't care about you. I love yeah, that. Yeah, but I I left I went from Starbucks to FedEx. Then after FedEx, I think um I got fired. I quit Starbucks. I got fired from FedEx um, for just being late. Just, just yeah, just, yeah. Just I was, my right. shift was like three thirty in the morning. So you was like, I ain't oh, have a, I ain't have a car. Like at first, I was riding to work with my homeboy, and then he got fired. So then I was like, I had a beach cruiser. Nigga looking like Debo pulling up to work. So I had a beach cruiser at FedEx, and to get to FedEx is uphill. So I'm going oh, up the hill. One speed. Uphill. Yeah, bro. So I remember I woke up. I had to be to work at 3.30 or, or 4 in the morning. I was like, man, I only had 15 minutes to get there. I, you know, and I'm 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 riding a bike up the street just before the hill start. It's like, right. mind you, it's a beach cruiser. Right. A dog get loose, psh, turned oh, around, I'm back to the crib. Shit. No call, no show. Wow. Fire me. They suspended me first. For the no show? Yeah. Okay. Because I already knew, like, I had already been late twice. It and was on the coming. third, you was getting spent. Yeah, yeah. So the, like, FedEx not playing that I shit. Yeah. So then from FedEx, I worked. Man, I don't know what was right after FedEx, but I like just at the Carson Mall in general. I worked at the Old Navy there. I worked at the Panera Bread. So there. retail. Yeah, Lots of retail. I did that. I worked. Uh, man, I was doing home deliveries for uh, Geek Squad at Best Buy. I worked at the the Walmart. Like so, I was, I got fired from Walmart too. The Walmart they built in Carson <laughs> on Avalon Delamo. Like we was there while they was uh, building, building it. it. Yeah, probably like a week into uh, them being open. But I'm at the end of my shift. It's like two minutes left, and it's crazy. This old lady was trying to get something, yeah. and I knew it was in the back. So I'm like, man, I'm going out my way. I'm making sure I get her what she need. Man, two minutes before I clock out, they called me to the office, fired me. Bam. So Did got, they say why? Um, what? Your attitude lately has just seemed like you don't want to be here. I'm like, oh, yeah, I ain't about to beg for this job. Yeah. So, <laughs> Walmart? I'm out well, of I here. Well, I don't. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Right. So I, got, so I got fired from there. I was working that smart and final two weeks later. 
Wow. Um, Smart Final was a cool little gig, though. Niggas we talked about that actually. Yeah, I quit, I quit there. <laughs> <laughs> I th- my last job, though, was TSA. I had worked, uh, I was working TSA oh, for sure. two years. At uh, LAX? Or what? I started off at John Wayne. Oh, And okay, then cool. um, I transferred to LAX. But that wow. was my last job. Was that like a weird experience being in the TSA? Like, yeah. Did you have? Did you ever have any? I mean, you probably had lots of trouble. Wow, right? like wild stuff. Like you'll be surprised. You, you'll be surprised. But it was so crazy. Like when I worked at LAX, I had did this show in Carson at uh, the Soul. It's, it's a venue called Soul. Yeah. So I did a show at Audio Push. Shout out Audio Push. Yeah. So I had performed yeah. right before Audio Push. Like before, before I even went on stage, we was in the back with. Price and Octane, chopping it up, or whatever, yeah. whatever. Shout out to those guys. So, Funny it's in Carson. Niggas. So there's a lot of people, like, here for me, especially because, like, to sell the tickets, what we was doing is, like, um, the tickets was, like, 20, I think they were, like, 20 bucks. But how we were selling them, like, you got a, one of our T-shirts with it. So, with a like, ticket. Oh, we just Smart marketing. So many people, like, so, so many people come to the show. Like, I'm performing. There's people in the crowd that... Know my stuff, etc. Yeah. Two days later, I'm at work and Price is coming through the uh, airport while I'm at the metal detector, no and I'm like, way. I just immediately just sunk, froze up, like, man, I'm like, damn, he just seen me doing the show, and <laughs> I'm at TSA, everybody here for me, and then it's like, yo, fuck, it'd be like that though yeah. sometime, man. At least you was That's employed, yeah, shit. Some niggas yeah. was bumming at the crib, man. I, what yeah. I've taken from this conversation, I was listening to some of your shit, and you were saying cash, because, nigga, I'm always chasing dollar. It yeah. sounded like you was always gamefully employed. Yeah. I could appreciate that. Nah, shit. for sure. Like, my, <laughs> it gives my ethic, too. You have work ethic. Nah, for sure. Yeah. I worked everywhere. I I went to, you know, I, I tried school a little bit. I did yeah. a little stint at um, the Compton Elko. I did a little bit at uh, Long Beach City. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I work jobs all in between. All like time. I always work the job. Always, always. working. Yeah. Like my my family laugh because how quick I'll be like they'll see me and be like, "You still work at?" Nah, man. Nah, I'm I got over a new here job. Now. Yeah. Yeah. But I worked everywhere because I always knew I was gonna rap, so I never just got too attached to too a job. Too comfortable. Yeah. Like I know I keep it pushing. Just something to get by. So you just mentioned that you said you always knew you was gonna rap. I want to talk about that. Like growing up, you was we was talking about like being in the Delamo area uh-huh. and kind of like what was always your plan obviously rap so let's talk about that just like growing up you know what made you get into rap obviously we um, talked about you recording with the homie carlos yeah so let's just like, kind of touch on that start rapping was little bow wow um there Shout was out. a girl that i liked in elementary school so that's how long i've been rapping since elementary since school. elementary school. yeah there was a girl that i liked in school that was in love with bow wow so i just figured like I, I could be a famous shit, kid yeah. rapper like Bow Wow, like it's shit nothing. Like so that's why I started, but that's not like shout out Bow Wow though yeah, for real. For People sure. don't shout give out him his respect. Yeah, if it wasn't for Bow Wow, I, I would definitely, um, I wouldn't have started rapping that early. I probably would have still ended up rapping, but rapping, but later. Yeah, probably later down the line. Yeah, but um, yeah, man, I always made my moves like knowing that I'd be rapping. Yeah, doing music stuff. So, like I've put out songs on MySpace and. Like little, like I remember, like I was dropping songs with just a lime links, like link, like I'm talking about. I come from the time of digital dripped and all that type of stuff like yeah, that. Like so, yeah. I've been, I always Had knew something. this what I was gonna do. So yeah, I just didn't always know what I was doing. Right. Damn, that's actually a great way to say it. Yeah. Yeah. What, now, what were you gonna say? No, I was gonna say like, sorry. To cut no, no, go for it. <laughs> no, I was gonna say like. Was there other dudes that was from Delamo area that was also rapping, or like from the Carson area that you knew at the time that was rapping with you? I mean, um, 
Yeah, it was other people rapping. Like, I mean, I knew a lot of people, whether they lived in Carson, Delamo, whatever, that was rapping. I knew a lot of people that was, uh, you know, it was a point in time. Everybody was rapping. rapping. Was rapping. Yeah. The jerk music. Yeah, like, it was, like, so accessible. But um, I had a lot of friends, like, some people that stuck with it, some people that stopped. Yeah. A lot of people that I started off with that don't do music anymore or anything like that. But I just never seen myself doing anything else. Like, this is always, like... It was that thing. Man, yeah. it was, we was all or nothing. Right. That's the mentality I feel like you have to have. It's tatted on me. Like, we live by that. All or nothing? All or nothing. Mm. I respect mm. the shit out of that. Yeah. So, I want to talk about um, what you would consider to be the... F- like, when did you quit your job? Like, when did you... How did you end up... Like, what was the definitive moment of your career? Because your career is, is right now, in my opinion, like, at a really good place. Uh-huh. Where you're, like... You've connected with the right people. Uh-huh. You, you're making great music that we're going to talk about in right. a second. And you've done great freestyles I've seen. Uh-huh. So, like, but what, what, what is the definitive moment for you right as of now? Well, I it's going to change. I didn't quit my last job. I, I got fired from them, too. <laughs> <laughs> so what's that different? What was that? Nah, um, when I was working um, TSA, uh, I got shot. Okay. So, when I got shot, I was off work for a long time. Like, right. Um, and I ran out of uh, FMLA and vacation hours or whatever, so they tried to force me to back to work, and I just, when my you were body just and shit, yeah, yeah, I just wasn't ready. So I think I came back. What ended up happening was I think I was supposed to go back like May fifth of two thousand eighteen. Okay, but I ha- and I had a meeting with Capital like May second of two thousand eighteen. Holy shit! So I'm thinking like oh, shit, I ain't tripping. I'm about to sign this record deal, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> Who cares? Fuck you know shit. whatever. <laughs> so when they had me coming on May fifth, I'm coming in with a big ass smile on my yeah. face. I know I just had this meeting the other day. Like you know, yeah. it's all good. You're like I don't so care. I, yeah. So I get there and they like yo. So uh, what can't you do? I'm like well, nothing. I can't lift no bags. I can't stand right. too long. I can't sit too long. And so they sent me home and they asked me to uh, get a, a paper from the doctor, whatever. Now, mind you, I've been sending papers and papers and papers and papers. The doctor's yeah. like, what else do you want me to say? So I just was like, "Yeah, all right, they're going to fire me. I'm about to get <laughs> yeah. some unemployment off of this. You know what I mean? Yeah, whatever, so, yeah. Yep. So I end up, uh, I get I get fired. They Yeah, they, they, um, they said I was AWOL because wow. I didn't turn in uh, the paper. paper yeah but i didn't have any new paper to give it was me the same shit it was a, it was literally the same it was the same yeah, paper that not, the doctor had already gave there's me. nothing else to say yeah so they let me go um i end up getting like um like a severance um not not even that i ain't, i didn't really get anything from them right i got uh i was a victim of a violent crime so oh, right i got paid for that for all the work that i missed right and um i got that and I thought, like I said, I thought I was about to sign the capital. So I'm like, you know, Fuck I, it, yeah. I blew through that money, went broke, <laughs> didn't get the deal. Yeah. And then I ended up, uh, I was borrowing money from the homies. Yeah. Then I ended up on unemployment and I just, in that process, I just was stuck in it. I started playing the rooms, moving around, maneuvering, but I just stuck with it. Yeah. Then to never get to where up. you are now. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Didn't never give up faith because I'm, I I haven't been shot, but I've been through a traumatic incident a few times in my life. Uh-huh. And I was reading one of your posts, and it was saying, like, this has been, like, a trying time. But yeah. you've come out on top of it. And I think people don't realize, like, when you go through something traumatic like that, it scars your mind. Mm-hmm. So it kind of, like, makes things a little bit different. But then it takes time to kind of grow through it. 
and I can see it visually right now by sitting with you. Obviously, people through the camera can yeah. like feel it, but I can honestly like I didn't know you before this, but I yeah. can see that you're like in a solid place. Yeah, that even go with like I said, like I got all our, uh all or nothing tatted even on my knuckles, like tatted never fold. Like that's another thing that we live by. Like right. we had every reason to quit, but we didn't fold. Like I just looked at this shit like I'm gonna make it happen. Regardless, like, you have no, you I wasn't have taking no choice. No. Like I wasn't taking no. But you never were. That was the thing. Like you, you always knew you were gonna make it happen. Yeah, I always, like I always knew. Right. Like opinions, like that's shaky. Right. Like, what you know, like is what you know. The name of my first single is "All I Know." All I know, like, yeah. not all I think, but all, that's I, know. all I know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that, I wanted you to share that because I wanted people to know you didn't go from like FedEx to Rolex. Nah, there was yeah, shit yeah, that yeah, yeah, bar. happened yeah, in between. Yeah, I like that. You feel me? Yeah, like you had yeah, this, this yeah, journey. I have, I have a song. I have a song like that. I didn't. Uh, it's not in the things that y'all heard, but yeah, like the verse end. What it ends with, you know, I had the Michael Kors before I had the Rolly. I used See? to wear a Curve before the Creed was on me. Like, <laughs> shout you, out Curve. You know what I'm curve. saying? Like, that I was is, getting that at Ross. You feel yeah, me? Yeah, that's, that's, that's an honest bar. <laughs> nah, for sure. Like when yeah. I bought when I bought my Rolex, I took off my Michael Kors watch and put put the Rolex. Put the Rolex on. Nah, yeah. great feeling. But there's steps. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, steps. Yeah. Steps. Yeah. Let's give let's give them the wheel because I want to talk about okay, this yeah. music after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. This is good. I like this. Let's have them spin the wheel. So boom, we got the tap in wheel. I know everybody get to spin again every time that they uh. Yes. Let's see. Yeah. Let's see. It's like I'm, a weird curse. I don't know yeah. what the fuck it is, but I'm gonna put spin that. it. Let's put it. Hold on. Where can no, it I, I grew up in a church where they talk about breaking generational curses and whatnot. So. <laughs> yeah. Go on ahead. Let's well, see. see what happens. What we got going on? Let me see. We got the video reaction. We are gonna right, pull something up for you. And we'll watch it All together. Right. See, ain't no curses over here. There you go. World of T-shirts. Shout out. And to New York, concrete jungle where dreams are made of. Got Louis Vuitton because I'm banned from the Gucci store. Oh, <laughs> yep, unfortunately, I'm banned from there. <laughs> banned. Banned. He banned. You have been permanently banned. <laughs> Michelle Obama ruined our school lunches. What do you want to say to Michelle Obama about the school lunches? Our lunches are disgusting. Friday, coffee and boba. Saturday, coffee and boba. Kid? Sunday, coffee and boba. I run the city now, me. Can you tell the people about your level of clout? I'm like movie star famous. I can't go anywhere without getting recognized. Can I get a picture with you? That'll be $25. He turned a pandemic to a pandemic. Uh -huh. And he got banned from Gucci. Banned from Gucci for life. Too much money. Money. You see this? It's Louis Vuitton. It's Louis. Louis. <laughs> what the fuck? That was crazy. That was weird. Shout out, side shout talk. out. Yeah, shout out, side talk. They always right, have some other people. Uh, yeah. Another spin here. <laughs> Man from Gucci. Man from Gucci. Uh, copper drop. Okay. Hold All on. Right. We're gonna show you something. You tell us if you cop this or drop this. Oh Jesus. That's, this is the um that's a lot going a chrome on. hearts uh coloring in this is drake's car Damn. do you like this shit are you feeling it some people said they wasn't feeling it i kind of like would it would you I'm, drop this or, or cop this man if i could afford it i would for sure. so you okay. cop it's a cop yeah. okay spin again that shit is hard that's a lot of shit shit grub do we have some deform gabe do we have some? oh you got snack oh we got some snacks for you Oh, okay. three right there. So you didn't get the spin again. You broke the generational curse. Hey, man, wow. That's. I don't think we've ever had anybody just not get a spin. This for me to have? Yes. Yeah. Now, you can, you can try it and tell us if you think it's gas or trash. 
That's part of the game. I think he wants to save it. But I get back to you on that. I, don't yeah. think, I probably won't. I don't think I'll ever open it. You just keep, just keep it? Keep it as a keepsake. But gas, do you think it's gas or trash? It's chocolate um, Cheerios. Are you like a fan of Cheerios? I've never, uh, I've never even heard of chocolate Cheerios. I didn't even know they had that. All right, then there you All go. All right, Gabe. Come Potentially gas. You can keep Potentially. that shit. Potentially. So we definitely want to talk about your music. We got sent six songs and we got sent a video. Six songs. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know if you know what we've listened to. Nah, I don't. Okay, cool. So well, let's start with all I know. Uh-huh. I want to start with that. Yeah. Um. First of all, I really like the song. Personally. Yes, I appreciate that. Um, Banger. I do like the video too. I yeah. saw the treatment. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. I saw your notes. Your oh, notes yeah. were on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. I saw those notes and I'm like, yes, the, yes, yeah, fuck yeah. People Jason, who are in Jason's, tune with their shit. Yeah, I see. <laughs> let me tell you why I like that. That's because hard. because we've talked to people like we've talked to plenty of artists that. They're like, yeah, you know, I got this video, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, cool. Was it like, did you have anything to do with it? And they're like, no. Yeah. It was just, we had a director, whatever. Because they don't really care about that part. Yeah, see, I have a lot to do with just my process all together. Like from right from the video to like, there's like, there's a lead on the beat that I'm p- playing myself. Uh, That's you. Yeah. Um. Also just from... Again, the conception of the song. I picked this to be the first record. Right. Like, I, you know, yeah, that's like, your shit. I just felt like this is the right record to lead with. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I picked the director. Shout yeah. out to Made by James. Shout Jimmy out, James Darren. Who's the producer Nick. on that? The for the song. Yeah. Uh, it's my in-house producers. It's called the Eastie Boys, C Styles and JFK. They also did like Chosen for Blast, Mismatch for Beano. Yeah. Shout out to those and, guys. And, Shout um, out to them because it's really yeah. clean and like cohesive. Yeah. Also, uh, there's another sense. producer on the on the record named Jay Million. The oh, young shout homie. out! He's, shout he's out! Pretty, he's pretty dope. What too. did he do? He it, uh, did I have it? Did I? No, he, on, all I know is the Eastie Boys and Jay Miller. Oh, it's together. together. Okay. Yeah. I like their name, the Eastie Boys. Yeah. They were called the real at first, but they changed it to the Eastie Boys. I like that. Yeah. Shit. Shout out to those guys. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to JFK, Jay Million. I appreciate all three of y'all. Yeah. So, all I know, let's talk about it. Yeah, man. It's, um, it's undeniable. Man, that's good to hear. Yeah. That's good to hear. I feel like uh, even when you're just listening to the hook, I feel like your perception creates your reality. So when I'm saying all I know is what I know and all I saw is what I seen, it's like that's why I'm talking the way I talk. That's why I appreciate where I'm from the way I appreciate it because right. of what I know and what I've what seen. seen. You know what I mean? I feel like to a degree we're all like that, but to verbalize it, I could tell a story about how I grew up. I was just literally telling somebody this before uh, I walked in. Like I can tell a story and my brother might say I told him wrong because he went through the same thing, but just from a different vantage point. So although it's real to me and true to me, you know, he might have seen it different. So me starting with all I know is to tell the world and the listener, like, I'm speaking from what I know. I'm speaking from what I've seen. That's your perspective. That's what I'm not trying to tell you that I know everything. I'm not trying to tell you to look and think and the way you do, yeah. Like yeah. me, but what I'm telling you is what I'm giving you more than just music is my perspective. Right. You know what I'm saying? So when you go listen to the verses, not just that, like I'm not in the wasting lines. I don't be saying stuff just to say it. Right. You know, it's all coming from a real place. But yeah, the yeah. place that it's coming from is what I've known. That's what I've known. Yeah. yeah. Right. No, I, I, that's what I was gonna say is you there, there's no doubt that you can fucking write. Um and like you said, it's very deliberate. Like yeah. 
It's very clear, sure. intentional, uh, what you're trying to go, what you're trying to say, right. why you're saying it. Uh -huh. And you have a great, you know, there's certain songs where you switch up your flow, which yeah. I really appreciate. And I hear in, in some ways, and I don't know if people have already like told you this, but I'm uh -huh. sure you've heard it. But I hear like a little bit of Kendrick Lamar. Uh -huh. um, and I don't know if you listened to a lot of Kendrick growing up or if you appreciate Kendrick shit. I I'm a huge Kendrick fan. Uh -huh. So I could say like with confidence, like there is some of that in there. And it's uh, which is a huge compliment in my opinion. Yeah. Um, what did Kendrick. you you love Kendrick? Okay, cool. Do you see any like uh, like did you grow? Did you listen to a lot of Kendrick growing up or no? Um, yeah, like a whole lot. I was I was around a little bit. Right. Um, I went to school with like Top's daughter. Right. So like I I have a you know like I I know Top. I know you know I met. I went to Kendrick's first headline show at the Key Club where the tickets wow. were twelve dollars. Like when Kendrick previewed the uh, the songs with J Cole yeah. and Carson at yeah. the Magic Disc, I was there. You were there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So uh, yeah, like I seen a lot early. Like when they passed Kendrick the torch, like the King of the West Coast at the show, I was standing on the stage. Like I got to see it happen in front yeah. of you. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm like a super super uh, super fan of Kendrick. Right. No, like I love Kendrick. Like right. Just TDE in general. They play like a big part in just... Um, that. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was going to say. I'm from Carson. Like TDE Studios in Carson. It's in Carson, right. right. You know, so... Local. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Like Abso, like, you know, that's the king of Delamo. Yeah. yeah. I'm from Delamo. You right. You know what I'm saying? Like, Shout out to Delamo. That whole yeah. Area. yeah. I could see... Yeah, that, that's the weird thing is like, it didn't sound like I was listening to a Kendrick Lamar song. No. Nah, Don't we, get it twisted. It's, we it sounded, different. Like, it's, it's different. Yeah, we're different. But it, it's it's as authentic yeah. As a Kendrick Lamar song. When I was maybe, mm, I don't, I don't remember what age I was. This had to be like 2011 though. I asked, like I actually asked Kendrick face to face. It was like the in store for Schoolboy Q's first headline show at the Key Club, and I asked him like, "What advice could you give me?" He was like, "Yo, study the greats. Go listen to Eminem. Go listen to Corrupt. Go listen to Andre 3000. All the know, yeah. Go listen to Jay. Like he told me that, and I and I did it. Right. So uh. Like listening to a lot of people that he told me to listen to, like I heard their influence on him, you know. So for for someone to hear like anything similar is because you know he gave me the the cheat the code. Game, he told yeah. me who to, he gave me the game. He told me who yeah. to study. Yeah, you know, and I studied them. So right, but see, a lot of people I feel like, especially these days, it's hard. Like because people can sound like other people, right? Uh, but I don't see that in you. It's that you have this unique product, uh -huh. right? That has these uh, amazing, like this amazing architecture behind it. It's yeah. got the beats, it's got the lyrics, it's got the authenticity. Yeah. It has this uh, appeal that I feel like a lot of shit doesn't necessarily have. And you don't, to me, because we we've talked to a ton of fucking LA rappers. Uh -huh. Like your shit sounds like some West Coast shit, uh -huh. right? But it also sounds like some original West Coast shit. It doesn't it feel sound forced. Like everything I've heard. So yeah. I really appreciate that. Yeah, like I always. I always like uh part of even with like Fuzzy being my manager, like out the gate, like when we first started clicking, like, you know, we would talk about old West Coast rap and different just music in general that I was influenced by. He'll pull up like, You don't know nothing about this and I'm like, Nah, I do know that song. You know, some certain things that he showed me, I'm like, Nah, I never heard that but right. We were able to like our early bonding was over like my appreciation and my knowledge of like the old, you know, West Coast music. So I feel like for for my music to sound like West Coast basses because I'm influenced by that, right? And I really grew up on it, right? So 
again, like I'm giving you my my take. Yeah. But it's not me trying to make West Coast songs. It's like literally like this is just that's, the that's music all said, yeah. that you know what I mean that I grew up to. On the subject of uh just talking about like your upcoming shit, like you got a bunch of different features, just a bunch of like notable people and everything. I was gonna ask like how'd you link up with everybody? Just like Dallas, Fuzzy, like how like how'd those relationships kind of um, like come into play in your well, life? I, I met Fuzzy when I had the meeting at Capitol. Okay. I was meeting with Serge Duran and Fuzzy just came in the room. Uh pause. <laughs> yeah. Shout out Fuzzy. Yeah, yeah shout out Fuzzy. Yeah, yeah, the connector. Walk, yeah, Fuzz walked in the room. I was playing a song I had called Carson in the House, and he was just like, "Great song." Yeah, yeah. He was really just caught up with just the feel of it. Y'all heard the record show, you know, like some West Coast. It's a great shit. song. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I had a different manager at the time, and Fuzz told him like, "Yo, that kid is dope." Like, and I remember him showing me the text like of. You know, first saying that, I'm like, oh, that's hard. So, uh, I remember me and the homies we used to just see, like, the Capitol deal didn't go through, but Fuzz used to just randomly, like, like something on my page. Like, he wasn't even following me at the time, but, but he, he was like, go he was watching. Either a freestyle or something, he'll li- like something on the page. And I think, um, so he started following me, and then he DM'd me and was like, yo, send me some stuff. So I sent him some records. Now, mind you, at this time, I didn't had a couple of label meetings and nothing really went through. Right. And so, I'm being told, like, man, you got to make this type of music, make this type of music. So Fuzzy asked me to send him something. I sent him some records, and he like, nah, like, this ain't it. Like, what I, <laughs> nah, real real talk. He yeah. told me that. He was like, this ain't it. This, what the like other stuff. straight up with So you, I yeah. sent him, you know, I sent him a couple records, and in that batch, I sent the Carson in the House record. He was like, that's it. That's, that's it. the one. That's it. So um, he hit me. Um, I had already been talking to, uh, to Dallas because I, that's another story within itself, but I had already been talking to Dallas. So Fuzzy hit me, and I'm like, he like, oh, what you got going on? I'm like, you know, I'm in between. I'm figuring out this situation, what I'm about to do over there. So he was like, yo, let's, you know, let's sit down. Well, yeah. So we went to eat. Um, we met. We met up. We went to eat, and we've been locked in, ever, in since. ever since. Wow. So, yeah, it, things happen how it's supposed to. But as far as Dallas, like, um, again, like when I was saying um, the, the meetings wasn't going – I don't even want to say they wasn't going how they were supposed to because right now I realize like it was supposed to go like that. <laughs> yeah, it was meant to go that way. It yeah. went how it was supposed to go for sure. Yeah, but um, the guy that that first discovered me, he, he was working with this group called Ghosts, and there was a singer in the group uh, named Major. And Major was doing a lot of writing for different people at the time, so right they were writing for uh, tall, tall, light skinned nigga. Nah, oh, uh, he's a brown skin cat. He's from uh. He's from Florida, but was living in Miami, but and then yeah. moved to LA. But so major, his his dad is like is is an artist named Bounty Killer. Like he did like the verses with against uh Beanie Man. Yeah. But but that's major. Shout out Bounty Killer. Yeah. So um yeah so major they was working on Usher's project A, so like that's a project that Usher, Usher dropped with Zaytoven. So right. major wrote a few of the records on there. So what major did was he liked my storytelling, and I remember uh. I was told by somebody that I needed to work on hooks. So the plan was Major's going to help me with hooks, and I'm going to help Major with storytelling. So Major Smart. started bringing me to a lot of the rooms that he was writing in. So I just started writing. I never knew I was going to be a songwriter or whatever, but I just got, you know, kind of got thrown in the mix. So I'm with him in Usher sessions. Then they're doing like a Chris Brown camp, and I do that with him. So now I'm just playing these rooms as a writer. It's easier to be in a room as a writer. Right, so right. Major's group was signed to Atlantic. 
So I'm up at this, this is the studio that I record in to this day. So I'm up at the room. I'm up in them rooms with them, like working on their stuff. Right. And, you know, Dallas is coming, you know, he's in and out or whatever. But, um, you know, I'm there. Um, I meet, I end up meeting Simba later down the line. And um, Simba yeah. ended up signing to Dallas also. Yeah, but I was, I was locked in, with, I was locked in yeah. with Simba before he signed the, the deal with Dallas. So yeah. when Simba signs, I was in the room with Simba. And Simba was just bringing me around. Whatever. So I was around Dallas so much. Eventually. But he was like, me, who is this nigga? Right. But me being <laughs> up at that studio, all the people in the studio are following me as they're following me. They're seeing me do these freestyles on the gram. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. they're talking about the freestyles there. So Like, he's got something. Right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Kifa at Atlantic, you know, that's... Yeah, shout out Kifa. Shout so out, So Kifa's yeah. from my neighborhood. So Kifa, like, starts saying, like, man, Cash, like, you know, everybody know Cash back at home. Like, he do his thing. So Dallas, like, man, I got to check it out. So um, I think... He said he was going to check it out. I don't know if he ever even seen any of the freestyles on the ground. <laughs> but what ended up happening is Simba put me on a record that probably had never seen the light of day. And Dallas liked the record. He was like, yo, who is that? On the first <laughs> verse. I like, like that. Cash. <laughs> Dallas walked me. He, like, I'm, I think I was about to leave. And Dallas was standing like in the kitchen at the studio. And he pulled me to the side. He said, hey, yo, bro, that's a big record that you just did a verse on. He was like, normally I tell my artist to take, you know, the unknown dude off. But. Bro, like, this is you good. gotta stay on there. He was like, then he said, if you don't do nothing with this, that's on you. <laughs> that's right? So that's Fire bar, heavy gems. Wow. So if you don't make nothing happen it's on up this, to you. Yeah. that's on you, right? Yeah. So then me and Simba end up doing another record. And after that, he was like, yo, nah. This is hey, it. Hey, look, man, don't go nowhere. I'm about, you know. Yeah, we're going to figure something out. We're going to figure this out. And, you know, shout out to Dallas. He and they figured it out. He's yeah. a good dude, man. He's been yeah. around, man, for sure. Yeah. Right. That's crazy. Fuck. Well, yeah, we we got. Um, I think we we were sent six songs. I don't know. Is is the EP gonna be? He said he got a lot more songs. He said. Yeah. He what's said, what? what's what's coming out soon? Like what's dropping? Let's talk about. And that. do you have a name? Yeah. Um. All I know is dropping. All I know the single. Yeah. And when when can we expect that? June fourth. Oh shit! That's soon. Yeah. Okay. So June fourth. All I know yeah. is the visual coming out with it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Do you have? Plans on dropping a tape maybe in the summer, or you, can you talk about that or no? All I know is dropping. Then <laughs> <laughs> um, no. all I know is dropping. All I know is dropping, and that's it's, the it's focus. Just, June fourth. Yeah. All I know. We got we got hit June fourth. Yeah, and then we'll get some more. We'll maybe. figure it out once we get there. You gotta think about it like this. <laughs> so, if I told you I was gonna slap you right now, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like you know the slap is coming. Uh-huh. So it's going to steam. Yeah, but we know. But it's like you know the slap is coming. We're prepared. Okay. Yeah. I'm about to slap niggas. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> but I don't want to tell them when I'm going to slap them. Yeah. It'll be better by surprise. That's, It'll hurt more. Uh, yeah. That's the perfect Because y'all know answer. the first slap coming yeah. June 4th. Okay. Okay. But I'm going to slap you again and again and yeah. again and again. But I'm going to let you know about the first one because I'm, I'm fair. Okay. But the other ones. Wow. <laughs> They're uncalled for. The, the other one, <laughs> them yeah. haymakers. Yeah, I think that's y'all like, heard some of them. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. They're there. Yeah. I know. If you're giving um, us these, then I wonder. I wonder we could, what you're we, keeping to yourself. We'll talk. Yeah. We'll talk about them after. Yeah, uh, for sure. But 
Um, listen, <laughs> Jason, man, we we're so happy you tapped in with us. Nah, I appreciate um, you having me. Yeah, please, uh, everybody, please run up uh, June fourth. June fourth. All I know, All I there's know. gonna be a visual as well. Yes, sir. Produced um, by the Eastie Boys. Jack there you Million. go. Shout out Eastie Boys. Um, now is there a what's the best way for people to stay tapped in with you? You know, cash on everything. U K N O W C A S H. There you go. You know, cash. Um, Cash, thanks for letting us get to know you. Nah, for sure. Um, Appreciate you. Come back on the show. Let us know, you know, if you got some shit dropping, uh, and we'll be sure to promote that. Um, Everybody, thank you for tapping in with us. Be sure to hit the bell, subscribe, and uh, we're tapping out. Tap in. There you go. Back on that ass. 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 Back on that ass.